We wanted a way that agents could hone their craft and be a part of a larger community, get the resources they need and information they need to know. We cover relevant topics in the industry that will help you close more sales. We talk to top producers and industry leaders to share knowledge and best practices from around the country. So if you want to make more sales, then listen up because we're dropping gold. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Medicare Sales Podcast. I'm really excited about this uh, series of interviews we're going to be doing here. And today, I am honored to have Aubrey Ryan of Game Changing Benefits on here with me to talk about some awesome stuff about his agency and about their transition to doing telephonic sales. So, um, Aubrey, if you don't mind doing a quick intro about who you are and what you guys have been focusing on uh, up until the pandemic, uh, I, we'd probably really all love to hear that. Absolutely, Eric. I'm happy to be on here and, and talk a little bit about what we're doing and you know, just tell you a little bit about our organization. I've been in the insurance industry about 21 years now, started Game Changing Benefits almost eight years ago. Primarily, we've been marketing to a senior market, uh, some under 65, but primarily the senior market. Uh, Medicare products, life products, long-term care products, annuity products, all face-to-face sales up until this last four to five weeks throughout this whole COVID transition. Yeah, perfect. And so you guys mainly structured your entire business off of being face-to-face, going to the kitchen table or having someone come to an office, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's entirely what we was up until about five weeks ago. This, um, you know, our distribution would come in and prospect in our offices normally two days a week, setting appointments uh, out in the field three to four days a week, running those appointments, completing these assessments, identifying where their gaps are for coverage and presenting different products. And um, ultimately, I mean, that, that has changed rapidly in the last few weeks. Yeah, and you know, just from the what I've heard in the industry about about your organization, I mean, you guys were a strong organization in your own right, doing what you were doing. And so, just you know, the, the thing that I've noticed the most is when the pandemic kicked off, I knew there would be a big interruption, and uh, there'd be a need for people to to figure out how to start doing this over the phone. So, how is it that you came across my name? You know, I believe me and you connected on LinkedIn a while back before all this at some point. And um, I had noticed a post about the time I was thinking about how are we going to transition from field sales face-to-face, especially young seniors, to selling over the phone and helping people over the phone virtually. And I had seen a post as I was thinking that, how, how am I going to help my agency get through this? And your post was, I believe you're reaching out to all your connections. It's basically saying, here's your experience. Here's what you've been doing for years now. And that you're just willing to help in any way you possibly can. Um, naturally, you know, I looked at your post, read through it. Um, I believe I gave you a call at that point. Maybe we messaged before we set up a call. But I knew at that time when I had that conversation with you, with all the, the stuff that you're doing with your Medicare Sales University, your recorded models, I knew that it was going to be a blessing to our agency to help us get over that hump and through that transition. Yeah. And, and, and it was really, again, there, in my mind, and we're going to kind of unwrap this a little bit, but they always say that in every 
and every negative situation, there can still be an opportunity, right? So they say like in every downside of a market, there's opportunity in every situation where things can look bleak, there's always still potential for opportunity. And I think that after seeing some of the results that you had, um, that seems to ring absolutely true. So tell us a little bit more then, because I remember you made a post uh, on LinkedIn that you were mentioning that when you started getting into the telesales side of things, you were actually wondering, you were just hoping that you could at least keep the same pace of business, but you ended up getting some surprising results. Can you kind of unwrap that a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, so, so for me, I've been thinking about getting into sales for a few years now. Um, but as you know, when you're doing something, you're successful at it, you kind of get comfortable and you just postpone that uh, from time to time. So this really, this, I guess this challenge forced us into that and it certainly became a huge opportunity for us. Um, and not knowing how successful he's going to be in telephonic sales, we just all dove in with the positive attitude, the mindset that we've got this. If we have people like yourself that can show us how to do it, give us scripts, give us recordings, give us training, we know that we have the talent to pull this off. And we just didn't know how successful we were going to be initially. But within a few weeks, we went from face-to-face -face sales to telephonic sales. Um, and pretty much doubled our premium in a matter of a few weeks. It looks like this week, five to six weeks later, we're probably going to quadruple our premium. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> uh, we haven't lost an agent, not one agent. Uh, we just started recruiting this week. So throughout this past five or six weeks, we completely stopped recruiting because we wanted to focus on agent retention, what our training model is going to look like, what our prospecting model is going to look like. Um, so to think, that we've almost quadrupled ourselves since that time frame with the exact same distribution uh, is mind boggling. But uh, this week we're, yeah, no, this week we're adding to it. And, um, you know, coming out of this, I do believe that we will have some agents that are going to want to go to the field, do some face-to-face -face sales, whereas some agents are going to want to do both telephonic sales and face-to-face -face sales. But I know there's going to be a huge percentage of them that have said, I'm done with the car, man. I'm just going to go prospect over the phone five days a week and keep rolling with this. So crazy times. Has, uh, have any of your agents told you about some of the benefits that they've seen since selling over the phone? Uh, not, not just from a production standpoint, but about anything, any other good benefits that they've had from working from home and, and doing this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, naturally, uh, more family time, you know, a lot of them are, are sleeping in a little later, maybe having breakfast with their family. Uh, they're done in the evenings earlier. Uh, you know, some of the ones that are at home, they're taking daily walks with their spouses or kids or whatever it may be, just the little things in life that, that you just don't really think about at all the time, all the times going on. But, um, you know, that, that is the biggest thing. And then you hear a lot of them saying, man, it's raining today. You don't have to worry about going out and working in the rain, getting out of the car or whatever, you know, whatever the weather may be. So, yeah. Yeah. That. That quality of life is absolutely what was game changer for me. Um, you know, I always tell people when I was younger, money was obviously important to me because, well, I was trying to get established and I wanted to get a home. I wanted to be able to marry my, my at the time was my girlfriend who now is my wife. And I, there was all these goals I had that in, I needed to make money. So money was a big driver. But once, once that happened, once I settled in, it, it stopped being about the money. It started being more about the important things like your quality of life, you know, and um, that's a huge part of it is being able to have that family time. 
even with, uh, you know, having to, to open up the call center, um, you know, a couple years back and working as much as I have been, we forcefully still would get up early enough that our family could still have breakfast together before I had to go to the office. And that's just something that's been really important to me. So when you brought that up, it hit a chord with me because that is absolutely one of the most important parts of our daily is being able to get up and eat together as a family and kind of just get our minds right, you know, to, to start off the day. So I, I love hearing that. I definitely love hearing that. I wanted to, I want to also ask you, I guess, what, with states starting to open back up and, uh, and, and, I, and again, we don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, they're saying there's going to possibly be a second wave or whatever, but with states opening back up and being that you guys had such a strong presence in, in home and all that good stuff. Um, do you have right now, are you kind of just like going based on state guidelines or are you guys going to kind of use a different metric? Like even if the state opens that you'll use a different metric just because we, we interact with seniors. We interact with people who are more vulnerable to, to COVID, right? So I'm just wondering if you guys, how are you guys planning on proceeding whenever that happens? Well, I mean, for the time being, all of our agents are, are 299, so they're self-employed. They can make their own decisions, um, but we want to give them some direction. And most importantly, we want them to be safe, and we want our clients to be safe. Uh, so we're ultimately definitely going to follow the state guidelines. Um, and with that being said, I would I would say we're going to be far more conservative than the state guidelines. Um, you know, so the state guidelines are saying certain businesses can open up to a certain percentage for us. I don't really see uh, what we're doing changing it. We're just going to be remotely doing telephonic sales until um, everybody is supposedly as safe as we possibly can be. Yeah. But, and, and again, it just gives you more time to perfect this, this art and science of telephonic sales. And the stronger you get at it, I think uh, I can already see it happening with you that, that the yeah. light bulbs are going off and you're thinking about, man, the, the way you can scale in this model is, is just the opportunities are endless. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, you know, and then we'll talk a little bit about CRM stuff, but we haven't really started utilizing uh, CR the CRM to the full capability and doing a lot of cross selling and, and marketing and that kind of thing. So just for what we're doing already, without the cross selling, without utilizing the CRM as much as we need to be doing, um, it's just really really exciting uh, to scale. And, and for us, we're looking at a variety of different um, you know, we have offices uh, across Texas and Tennessee that we're going to be recruiting agents to a full-time call center distribution uh, opportunity. Um, you know, we're going to also uh, have some field distribution out there delivering those policies from the call center that the call center actually sells um, and cross-selling. And then we're going to have virtual uh, remote opportunities for people working out of houses all across the country. And then if we find leadership, um, within one of those individuals that's performing at a high level and then we'll open up a call center in that location we're look at that too so uh with all kinds of things going on right now yeah yeah and, and it's what, what i love is the uh the feedback i've been getting from your team once they started getting on the crm because like you're saying they initially they just jumped on it to start using it for its basic functionalities of efficiency where you have all your leads stored in one area and you have a certain view where you can work your leads and dial from um but yeah, there's also the whole other aspect of automation that I always say that's like a whole other set of people working for you, yeah. you know, and yeah. the more you guys delve into that and start playing with that, I mean, you're already doing phenomenal without it, 
or even with the little bit that you are doing. But yeah, once it goes into full swing, I'm I'm sure your results are gonna even get better. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I think that you know, to me, the biggest reason that I want to do an interview like this is the inspiration part of it. That that a a team that was already doing phenomenal face to face having to face this this change the situation where they had to pivot for how long we don't know but you took on the challenge with your team you talked about and mentioned something super important in the beginning and that was that in the face of this challenge you knew that mindset was super important talk a little bit more about mindset and how you try to prepare your team um, with moving forward especially in a, in a big switch like this well i would just say to begin with we have a uh, a pretty positive culture. I mean, we, that's one of our core focuses that we have as, a, as an agency is really just focusing on being on positive at all times. We realize there's going to be negative hours, negative days, and negative weeks from time to time. But throughout um, our agency, we just believe in, in being positive and realize that we can't always control the current situation, but we can control the outcome. Um, as long as we remain positive and change adaptive and uh, just willing to to implement other things that may be new to us. Um, so that's, that's kind of what our culture is all about. And culture is probably one of the most important things that I always talk about in an organization. So, and again, just from some other people that I've talked to in the industry who know you, they all give you praise about how you've always done an amazing job with the culture in your organization. And that's one of the biggest driving factors for you. So I praise you for that because I think that that is to me, one of the most important things of, of a successful organization is the culture that you drive. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I mean, we take um, we take great pride in just surrounding ourselves with people that have the same core values that we do. I mean, and that's a part of the that's a part of the process from our interview process all the way throughout the training process. It's just really trying to identify people that align with our values. And if they align with our values, we know that they're going to fit into our culture and they're going to be successful. No question. So a question that I get a lot from people who are considering, you know, they've been in the business for a while as a, as a solo agent and they've, they've built up a nice book of business and they're like, man, I want to, I want to start building a team. Right. And so when they want to make that endeavor to start building a team, what would you say, do you, is there certain things you look for in somebody you're going to bring on as part of your team? Like you said, they're 1099 agents. So if there's someone that you're going to bring on as part of your team, what do you look for in that person that, that you feel is most important that, that gives you a, a decent indicator that they're going to be successful at what we do? Um, I would just say, uh, are they receptive to feedback? Um, and then I would ask them a few questions or we would potentially ask them a few questions of throughout their lifetime, whether they've got critical feedback and what have they done with it. Um, to me, we're looking for a person that can accept feedback and implement um, the courage and the knowledge that we're trying to trying to give them. Um, so that so that we're looking for feedback. We're looking for people that are open to change, change adaptive. We're going to ask them at what point in your life have you experienced some change? How did you adapt to that? Because if they're just stuck in their own mindset, uh, they're not going to take any feedback. They're not open to change. For us, they probably wouldn't be a fit in the organization. And then, uh, you know, the next would just be just coming down to just pure work ethic. Tell us a little bit about your work ethic. Tell us about um, what you're willing to commit to do to, to provide for your family or for your individual to meet your goals. Because um, as you know, Eric, I mean, just getting in this business, whether you're 
you know, you're just getting into it or you're a few years into it, it's it's a grind for a while to learn the products and systems and procedures, et cetera. And that's a, a great point because I would say that what I've noticed a lot in the industry is that when people they see on social media the success from a lot of people who talk about their success, you know, talk about how many sales they made for the week. They don't necessarily document the bad side. Right. But regardless of the success of an organization, it's like you mentioned earlier. Um, there's always going to be, there'll be days where you write, where you write nothing, right? Those are going to be maybe two days in a row where you write nothing. Uh, how would you, what do you give advice to your agents? What do you tell them to help get through those, those rough patches? I would just say for us, we have a system, a weekly system. Um, and I would say don't focus on the day, focus on finishing the, the numbers, finishing our system for the end of the week. You know what I mean? So um, as you know, you got good days, you know bad days. But for us, what it, at the end of the week, what does your results look like? Most likely for us, and I would imagine any successful organization, if they worked that particular system, odds are they had a, they had a good week or potentially a great week. Um, the next day move on. So, because it, it ultimately, regardless of it, whether you had a good day or a bad day, it's that discipline to still put in the same amount of effort every single day that's going to get you that end of week result that you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, um, I had a call with uh, an agent uh, just a week ago, and was really frustrated. He wasn't making money. I made money two days in a row being on the phone. It's like this is Wednesday morning. I'm yeah. like, just just chill. Just finish the week and then let's let's have this conversation. See where you're at. You got this. And literally three hours later, I think we made twenty five hundred bucks or something. So just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it rolls, right? Yeah. yeah. But you got to keep plugging away. That's the key, and and that's why I always tell people, especially getting in the Medicare side of things. Um, a, you need to be more of a portfolio agent, I think, in this day and time. It's harder to just focus on selling supplements only or advantage only, even Medicare only, especially when you're getting started. You need to have these other products you can cross-sell so that it helps you with that income side. Um, otherwise, you know, and that's if you're independent. Otherwise, you have the option of joining teams like yourself where you can provide support, right? You can provide support, provide uh, help with the CRMs and the lead functions and all that stuff. So. Um, you know, again, I always tell agents, be aware, be very aware of, of what, what's the best fit for you. Not everybody is in a position or even designed to be a truly 100% independent agent, right? There's agents that do need the support of an organization like Aubrey's, um, which is, you know, just to plug them. You know, if you guys are looking for something like that, Aubrey's obviously has a great organization, uh, game-changing benefits. And so... Um, you know, if there's anyone that's listening that ever wants to reach out, you know, reach out to him because he's the real deal. And obviously his agents are finding success with his organization. And I think that it's important more people are aware of organizations like yourself that are out there showing agents there's still a way to be successful in this business, even if you're not 100% independent. Absolutely. Um, for us, I would say we you know quite a bit about us now, but I would say we're definitely more of a hybrid model. Um, you know, you've got, and that's exactly what I wanted it to be. So you got your independent agents out there that are kind of doing their own thing or on their own island and some of them are wildly successful and I completely get that and good for them. And then you got your captive distribution that works for insurance companies that have support and have training and lead support, marketing support, management opportunities with their 
with the portfolios, as you know. Um, so for, for us, we try to blend the two together and give them that uh, that team environment, the lead support, marketing support, management opportunities, but know that they they're also going to have the very best products in the industry. Um, so, but everyone's there's there's a great opportunity in this industry, regardless of where you're at. In my opinion, they just got to find the right fit. If if anybody ever wanted to, I guess, get in contact with you about an opportunity or whatnot, uh, how would they reach you? Um, they could email us at opportunity at gamechangingbenefits.com or they could simply go to our website, gamechangingbenefits.com, and there'll be a contact form there for them to uh, get more information. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, well, uh, really, I appreciate that you take the time out. Uh, again, Aubrey's a real humble guy. He's not a guy that jumps on camera. Um, so he's doing this as a favor to me because I just, uh, I was really pressuring him, but he's a, he's a great guy. So um, I love seeing somebody who has the work ethic that you have and, and staying humble the way you have, because you obviously deserve a lot of credit for, um, you know, what, what you've been able to build with your organization and, and the kind of team you have. So thanks again, man. And again, if you guys want to reach him, feel free to, to reach out to him. He can get more information on opportunities that he offers. Um, otherwise, We'll see you guys on the next video. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want access to a special free trial offer to this proven system that gets agents writing business 100% over the phone, then send me a text, 480-573-7559. This is access to the whole package, the knowledge, the tools, the scripts, the ongoing training. It's all found here at MedicareSalesUniversity.net. Send me a text. See you on the other side.